Hello everyone, this is Dr. Liesel Obrecht telling you to listen to the 10th floor, General Hospital, the 10th floor. It's a wonderful podcast. Mwah. Nurse's station. Here we are. We're standing where Drake's used to be. It's still some sort of weird construction lot, I guess. How long has Jake's oh. been gone? It turned into the floating rib, Matt. Oh, is that where and they were standing? It blew up. Yes. Oh. Jake's turned into the floating rib. So that's why it was all constructy. There you go. Okay. Well, you know, as we think about our life before, and we remember the good times at this place where we used to shoot pool. Make out, get drunk, and be rambunctious and wild in our mid-twenties. When we didn't have the responsibility of major crime organizations under us, or the family around us that could just keel over and die at any moment based on the decisions that we make, things were a lot simpler. Things were a lot easier. Love, life, family, it all made so much more sense than it does now. If only we could reach back into the past and grab what we used to have. If only we could reach into our youth once again and bring that energy and that life and that joy into our ancient old 50s. If only it was 1996 again and people gave a crap about this relationship. Maybe, maybe when those lips finally touched, after decades and decades of wondering and waiting and joking, someone would have actually felt real emotion about it. That was good timing. I hit right when the swell happened. Anyway, hey everybody, welcome to the 10th floor. It's me, Matt. I don't know. That was, that, was, that was a fun little spin. I didn't know it was going to go in that direction, but it did. Well, you know what? They had these 30 years of just standing by each other. Yeah. And now. And now. Oh, goodness. And now those lips finally touched. It was the kiss that the world has not been waiting for. Exactly. And we have gotten it. Okay. All right. So here, here, here's, here's the real thing about Carly and Jason. Okay. We've known that this was going to happen between them at some point in these characters arc. There was no way that Steve Burton and, 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 and Laura Wright Laura were going to get 90 years old on General Hospital and never have a moment of Carly and Jason and what would happen if. Yeah. However, it was kind of just like thrown at us randomly. You know? It's like, it didn't it's like. have a giant build, did it? Well, no, it's no. like they, it's like they sent Sonny to, 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 to Pigeon Hollow. Nixon Falls. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's like they sent Sonny to Nixon Falls, and then a month or two later thought, well, this is kind of an opportunity for us to put Jason and Carly together. Why not? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? And that seemed to just kind of be it. So, tis what it is, what it is, what it is, I suppose. Mm-hmm. I guess from one angle. I'm sure there's people out there that loved it. I'm sure there is. I'm sure there's people out there that were like, oh, yes, finally, I've been waiting for this since 1998. 
Mm-hmm. They've been talking about it. They talked about their past, about how they used to love each other, about how it was always you, Jason, until it wasn't. And I wanted it to be you and the Michael thing and the AJ thing. And the did it, did it, did it, did it, did it, did it. You thought it was funny. That was the beginning of the end for Jason and Carly. Because they were, they were like, you know, back then. Back, you know, and then, and then it was just sunny, 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 yeah, yeah, with Jason always watching in the back. Now it's it's. I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know how to feel about this because I know they're not getting married. I just know it. And I also I don't, don't know s- what to think now. I don't know if they. I don't know. Okay, I, I okay. So here's the thing. I don't think that this 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 isn't this isn't this isn't this isn't real. This isn't right. This is this is them following the motions. This is them being like, well, we got to get married for the family. And then, and then going like, all right, but you know, there's genuine love between the two of us. Uh, I guess we should just go for it. Well, Carly stated that she was falling in love. <sighs> That's what she said. And he, and he, I could, okay. He said the same thing after a little while, but just not so convincing. Okay, well, because he he's not convinced. Thing. All right, so yeah, I mean, Carly is 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 going through her thing, and Carly is not. I guess sure, she's falling in love because she she's going to. Carly can't be alone. She proved that over the last couple of months that she can't be alone. She doesn't like it. That's for sure. she can't. She she just she just goes crazy. She she couldn't be alone. She she uh, she lost Sunny, and then was so worried about Jason being taken away or killed or something like that that it sent her to near the brink of near insanity. She cannot be alone. So if Jason wasn't there, it would be Jax that she's help me run the crime family. And if it wasn't Jax, it would be someone else. From Sunny to Alcazar to Jax to Jason to you know. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Well, at least she ain't running to Joey. <laughs> you do Joey Novak. <laughs> oh, I'll show you a good night in there, Mrs. Corinthos. <laughs> Mrs. Corinthos. Well, Matthew, I tell yes. you. Yeah. This is what surprised me about it. Yeah. I, I was surprised in myself. There is undeniable chemistry between them there is i saw it mm-hmm. i felt it okay and you know even though i was hating on the idea of the two of them and it still feels weird i don't hate on it nah, i'm not into it was. i'm not into it but their chemistry was there i thought it was them standing yeah. on where jake's used to be I well, don't you know. get all of that nostalgia that I don't. I didn't even know That's that Jake's true. in the front of floating rib was the same thing. I get the nostalgia. Now, wouldn't it be funny if the same reason now that they didn't make it last time, all those decades ago, because she slept with Honey? Yeah. Well, that could be the that could be the kibosh this time too. <laughs> it could be. Uh, I I just I really think that my prediction from from a couple of weeks ago or last week or whenever it won is is gonna be the case. All right, so here's 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 how this is gonna go down. Okay, I'm gonna theory time. Are you ready for theory time? Yes. Because I will give you some theory time. I don't know. Yeah, sure. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. This is what's gonna happen. All right. 
Mm-hmm. Peter is back in Nixon Falls, as we saw at the end of Friday. He walks in, and Nina's like, oh, holy night. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the stars are brightly shining. I need to get out of here. Okay? Yes. And, you know, Peter gives his dun, 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 dun. Sure Look, you know, like lightning strikes behind him and the, oh, the, the man, fog pulls into the and in, flows in from the door. <laughs> and he's standing he there. there like, I will pop your head right off your shoulders. So, Nina, mm-hmm. you sent me to St. Mary's Island or whatever it was. St. Lucia. St. Lucia. <laughs> <laughs> you sent me to St. Lucia. And what did I find there? Nothing. So basically, this is what's going to happen, okay? Because Nina begged Jax. Begged him. Let me do this by myself. I promise you I'm going to do it. You just need to go. I promise you. And I believe her. Okay? She was going to do it. She is going to do it in her head. But guess who's going to snatch her? Peter August. She's going to get thrown in that cell with Drew and Nurse... What's her face? Okay? Nurse Jax... Is going to think. Jax is going to think that Nina took this opportunity to just run the fuck away. Mm. Pardon my language. You cannot, you cannot say that word on our show. <laughs> Pardon my language. Uh, take it. Jax is going to think that Nina took this opportunity to run the heck away. Okay. Seeing the position she's in, not knowing what she's going to do, she's just going to up and vanish because he's because he doesn't know about the Peter situation. Mm-hmm. He doesn't know that Peter's been there. He doesn't know Mm -hmm. that Peter's run through to take Nina because she Mm -hmm. lied to him. So -hmm. from Jax's point of view, she will have run off. Mike isn't going to be able to find her. And who is he going to blame? Jax. Jax. Here comes the confrontation of, you're not even Mike. You're Sonny Corinthos. Mm -hmm. And you need to come with me right now. Mm -hmm. Because he, like Nina said, is so worried about Carly getting married to Jason that he has to do anything he can to separate that. It has nothing to do with Jocelyn being safe. It has nothing to do with right and wrong. Da, da, da. It has everything to do with the fact that Carly's getting married to somebody that J- Jax doesn't agree with. Mm. That's what I think. Because Nina's right. So he's going to take Sonny to go break up that wedding. They're going to walk in. Mike is going to continue to be Mike, but he's going to recognize the woman from his visions. Mm. Yo, who I'm dreaming of. I can't of. wait to see all that. Yo, who I'm dreamt of. Yo, who I'm dreamt of. But he's not going to remember being Sunny. He's still going to be Mike, stuck mm-hmm. pretending to be Sunny, just like I predicted last week. And um, uh, reinforced by Nina's dialogue this week, where she was warning Jax of just that scenario. What if he finds out who he is, gets swept up in it, and then what is he going to do? He has to be that once he finds mm-hmm. out who he is, even mm-hmm. if he doesn't agree with it or not. That's what he's going to have to be again. Yeah. So that's going to be fun. I love the fact that I, I, it would be super because, oh, man, let me put all my thoughts together because they did something like this with Jason. Jason bumped his head real hard, had a complete change of character. I think it would be mm-hmm. super fun for this far into Sonny Corinthos to let him be Mike for the rest of his career. I think that'd be a lot of fun. A softer Sonny. Well, they, yeah, I think 
Well, I do think there's going to be a result of something like that. He won't be Mike. I think the two are going to meld together. Be Smike. And Money. Like, yeah, be Smike. And, you know, um, I put something on Twitter a few days ago, actually. Yeah. You know, we have seen the Mike side of Sonny in the past. Yeah. The way he interacts with his family when no one else is around. Like Spencer. He's mm-hmm. always been so supportive and 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 made Spencer accountable, but with a softer Uncle Sonny side. Mm-hmm. His relationship with Robin was always tender and nice. Mm-hmm. His relationship with Courtney was. The way he handled his dad's illness toward the end. Oh, that was Mike-ish. Mm-hmm. 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 So he's always had that ability to be a Mike-like person. And Sonny but his just... surroundings all the time. Yeah. Forced him not to show that softer he side. He chose to be a kingpin. He doesn't have to be, but he chose to be it. Well, yeah, he did. Yeah. <laughs> you know, there's a long... Sonny's had a long road to showing up to town and having a strip club. Yeah, just take a look at these movies. Yeah. this an opportunity? Let me take out a rifle. Oh, no, Stone is dead. I need a new replacement. Mm-hmm. But that Jason guy, he don't know nothing. And he seems like a built like a brick house. Come on over here. Shoot, teach you how to shoot somebody. Was that Luke? Luke Spencer. Yeah, you're all right in my book, kid. Yeah. yeah. Well, Luke was more his equal. Hmm. <laughs> Back in the day. They were best friends. Yeah. Luke and Sonny were very, very good friends. Um, but he never had that. Neither one of them ever put each other underneath their wing. Mm, 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 you know what I mean? And this was before the family, so there wasn't the rivalry. We just thought we were good together in the name of Craig. <laughs> there was that, but Sonny wasn't part of it yet. Mm, Luke, yeah. had, Luke had a lot of families he used to fight with. Oh, see, I don't, honestly, the main portion of Luke Spencer in General Hospital and Luke and Laura and stuff, I, I don't know anything about. When, mm. I started, when I started remembering GH, they had already split up. Because it was the yeah. 90s and not the 70s and 80s yeah. anymore. Yeah. Um, you know, um, yeah. like one of my earliest memories of General Hospital um, that I can at least pinpoint is um, some storyline where somebody got shot. But like Luke did it, but like Lucky was an older teenager and they were talking about it. And like Lucky took the gun, threw it in the in the field. And then Luke was like, no, you weren't wearing gloves. Your fingerprints are going to be all over it. And then they couldn't find it. And it just, it was wild. But I don't know what it was well, about. I don't know who got I shot. I don't remember any of that. So <laughs> I don't know who got shot, but I remember that. Oh, okay. Mm. <laughs> well. Yeah, Sonny is, uh, next week's go- Sonny's going to, he ain't going to remember he's Sonny, like you said. Yeah, well, he's right. going to know, he's going to know his real name. Yeah, next week, your Sonny And Quintos. I sure hope, and you know what, you know what I, I was yelling at the TV, don't you throw that watch, don't you throw it, and he didn't, mm-hmm. but I think he'll be able to find, they'll find it. No. It's not like he threw it in the water. Symbology. This is this is this is important symbology. This is important symbology. This was the show telling us through art, through symbolism, Mm -hmm. through beauty, through exquisite 
this. <laughs> that, 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 that what we know as Sonny is gone. Mm-hmm. I, I just don't. I, if they do, I'm going to be very disappointed. Is really what this coming is coming down to. If they give mm-hmm. him a full reset of his memories back to it, I remember everything about my life now. I'm going to hate it. Mm-hmm. So, what do you think when it? Okay, I cannot believe that Sunny, Sunny Mike, Mike Sunny, will ever. Is he going to just be able to say, it's okay that you've deceived me all this time, little blonde girl I like so much? It really depends on how much he remembers from being Sunny. If he simply what? does not remember being Sunny, but knows that he's Sunny. Then yeah, that's, but that... also knows that she kept the truth from him. Yes, but you, but there's, there's a big difference that they've really, really, really set between Mike and Sunny. Is that Mike doesn't care about what came before. So it's being true. lied to for so long about how he used to be, Mike isn't mm-hmm. going to care all that much. Yeah, you knew who I was, but when I found out who I was, and I don't like that guy at all. You did me a favor by keeping me away from this for so long. Well, they could go that way, but I don't like it. <laughs> you know, honestly, it doesn't right. matter. Go that way. It doesn't matter where this story goes. There's going to be a large group of people that hate it, no matter what direction it goes in. Oh, absolutely, <laughs> because people are still people. Yes, fans are still fans, audience still the audience. Yes, no, no, no. There is not going to be one thing that everybody's sold on. The only thing that everybody will be sold on is that, like, uh, uh, someone that everybody loves survives some kind of tragedy and is okay. Everybody will be on board for that. I mean, I wouldn't be on board for you that. No, Wiley. Wiley um, gets some kind of illness and he's okay. Well, everybody will be on board for that. I wouldn't be. Remember, That's about r- it, remember, <laughs> I wouldn't have been okay with that. Like if Oscar had survived? Oh, no. Terrible choice. So much good came out of Oscar's death that I knew he was going to die. It's different, though. He is a teenager, had a little bit of life. Oh, well, I mean, are they ready to Riley's really just. Great. Are they really, really ready to just kill off toddlers on this show? I don't think so. Well, they've killed off young children before. <laughs> Someone had to die for Max to get her heart. Well, I understand that. They I mean, were about six. Would six be awful. It would be terrible. I don't know. That 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 show seems to really like Wiley. All right, Wiley's the most mm-hmm. prominent kid on that show. Mm-hmm. Why? Except for I don't Leo know. Right now, except for oh. Leo, right now. Okay. Well, Leo's been on two episodes in the last two weeks. <laughs> Hey, did you notice that? We didn't talk about this. Did you notice it was a couple weeks ago? Uh, Aiden's a new little dude. Yeah, they recast Aiden. We didn't talk about because we we I spent some time talking about uh, Boy Scout Wyatt, <laughs> who was on One Life to Live, but we didn't talk about Aiden. Yeah, they recast Aiden. Um, mm-hmm. uh, let me see if I can find some information about that guy. Yeah, they recast uh, Aiden and aged him a tiny bit, not much though. A little bit, a little bit. I just um. What's his name? Enzo. Enzo. His name is Enzo something. How interesting. Hmm. Enzo DeAngelis joins GH, takes over the role from Jason David. Um. Mm-hmm. Well, okay. So, like, that little kid, mm-hmm. Jason David, that played um, that played Aiden before. Fine. Mm-hmm. For what? For the kid. For little kid. You don't need mm-hmm. somebody stellar, somebody great, somebody who has wonderful chemistry with everybody on the cast when you're just playing a kid. Who comes in with her toy and you say, mm-hmm. thanks, mom, and you walk off just to remind everybody that this person has children that they do spend some time mm-hmm. with occasionally. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
Uh, but if you're going to be entering into, you know, new high school age, new teens, because the current teens are getting older and becoming college aged and stuff, mm-hmm. then you're going to need to switch them out like they did with Nicholas, not Nicholas, with Spencer, or somebody that might have a little more gravitas to their performances. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. we might be seeing something there. It could be a development when it comes to Aiden pretty soon. Um, like I keep on saying, GH does lay the groundwork for what they're doing in the future. Far, far, far in the past, it just takes twenty years to get there. Like the sauce, mm-hmm. you know. Like I knew the, I like sauce the sauce was going to be the end <laughs> of Nixon Falls and the Tano. I knew it as soon as the sauce was given to Trina. Mm-hmm. That was going to be what sends people to Nixon Falls to go get Sunny. I knew it. It just took two decades mm-hmm. to get there. Yep. You know, who who, yeah. who, who has that but amazing you know, sauce and then just freezes it and then says, oh, we'll use it as a dip for an appetizer. That makes no sense. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know who, what, chi- what child actor got more screen time than anybody and for a long time, a couple of, well, I would have to say maybe the most, most episodes as a younger actor, Dylan Cash playing michael he was on a lot you know there's this love that general hospital has for carly that's existed since the very first moment she showed up on this show even though even four actresses ago even four actresses ago there's some love that gh has for carly because as soon as she hit Mm -hmm. this landscape she rose to the tippy top and has never sunk back to mid-card status she's always been the main event yeah so that doesn't make it absolutely it's not surprising that her first child that she had with other prominent major characters on the show would have been used a lot as well and they really like that little redheaded kid yeah up until the point where they're like up until the point where they're like all right we're ready for you to be 18 but we don't have time to wait so recast well and then you know um so so and then there's like you know when a young male enters the age of 12 13 early 14 um they they get a little weird and squeaky and awkward gangly skinny face Mm -hmm. gets a little bumpy skin's Mm -hmm. getting a little blotchy (laughs) and sometimes for television purposes presentary purposes just for you know the screen it might be okay to just maybe skip those couple of years and recast with another actor. I don't well, you know. know that's, that's just the truth of being a human being. You know, <laughs> if you if you are twelve and you are still cute, well, God bless you. <laughs> because you know that whole between twelve and fourteen, oh man, it can your be very challenging. It can be very, very challenging. challenging. And most people don't come through it real cute. Right. So, <laughs> they might be cute when it's done. So sometimes they might have been to, cute when before it's happened. Yeah, so sometimes but, you need to skip these things. Sometimes, especially yeah. on a soap opera where you have to look at these actors every single day, it just might be better for I everyone love, to just skip those I'd years. I'd love to burn every photo of me when I was 12 and 13. <laughs> I'd love to burn every one of them. I look like a train wreck when I was 12 and 13. <laughs> Gosh. <laughs> Oh God! Oh, so so yeah. I mean, there might be a little bit of that going on. You know, not everybody's going to be Jonathan Jackson, or you know, just mm-hmm. just cute from from birth to death. You know, like not everybody gets yeah. gets that right. So, 
So yeah, so well, so. there's only there's only one of my three children that went through that that age and didn't go through a oh my goodness. Yeah, it was me. It was your, it was your brother. I'm sorry. Well, thank you so much for for telling <laughs> all of our listeners all across the world that my brother did not have an awkward stage yet. I did. It was the worst of all your three kids. Thank you for telling everybody that. No, I didn't say Thank that. you. Thank you for saying that I'm the I ugliest child that, that you have ever laid that. your eyes on. Thank you for telling everybody that. All right. well, well, you know what? We'll gather your photos when you were 12 and mine when I was 12. We'll burn them together, okay? <laughs> <laughs> all of this to say, all this just to say. Then Aiden might be getting more advanced story coming soon. There you go. They laid the groundwork a while ago with the with the princess pencils and the Gaiden nickname and stuff that he may be one of the LGBTQ um, characters, you know, mm-hmm. a junior gay, a baby gay, whatever it is that you want to call them, a gay in training, whatever, whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we'll, we'll see how that shakes out here in the next uh, next couple of months to a year. Because, like I said, it takes them 20 years to get somewhere. But usually they have given you the roadmap to where the destination is a long time before then. Yeah. 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 But sometimes they take so long, though, that memory doesn't serve me well enough. Yeah. Because they've taken so long. No, I totally get that. Sometimes. For sure. For sure. For sure. It's like if somebody were to get a letter in March that we never see the content of, and they're just like... <gasps> but then November, we find out who sent that letter, and they're like, oh, yeah, remember that letter you got at the beginning of the year? Oh, crap. I'm like, no, nobody remembers this letter that you got at the beginning of the year. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Um, now, the sauce, I remember the sauce, because I remember the sauce being, okay, this is the end of it. Once the sauce is triggered, this is their, this is their, this is their ripcord. Mm-hmm. This is their escape hatch, the sauce. Yeah. <laughs> Get the sauce out of there. <laughs> it was so good we froze it. All right, Trina. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Trina. Mm-hmm. So interesting. It was interesting. I, I like it. Yeah. I like yeah. it. I like it. I- oh, and tell you what. Who gets that Emmy this week? Is she going to? You know what? We've given her Emmys before. We've stacked her up with Emmys. Cynthia. Cynthia Watchers, huh? You really liked her? I really liked her. I, I thought that it was a little the fear, too much. The fear and the... Uh, um, panic? Panic, yes. Yeah. Panic. Yeah. I, yeah. yeah. Panic, fear, oh my gosh, just pinned up against a wall of my own indiscretions. Leading oh, up to that, very good. Once it cascaded over and we got into the waterfall of... <laughs> I couldn't take it anymore. <laughs> I'm just so sorry, Jax. Oh, God. Uh. <laughs> but I got tricked by Peter walking in at the end, as usual. I'm getting tricked now. I thought it was going to be Sunny coming in, and she was going to tell him. Nope. I think you're absolutely right about what you said earlier. I think that could very well happen in a really... I just want him to be told. I don't. I just want him to be told. I know. That's that's the whole point. That's all you're supposed to want this. And so I badly. didn't want Jax to leave. I wanted Jax to say, Yeah, I'm gonna stick around in Hicks and Nixon Falls until you tell me I know I know you told him. I wanted him to stay. He did. He said, I'm going to come back and make sure you did it. He didn't leave Nixon Falls, he just left the vicinity of the Tano. Because oh, it's important for him to come back to the Tano to find that Nina isn't there or to find find Sonny going, What'd you do with Nina? Where is she? 
mm-hmm. and then and he'll then be and then he'll go and he'll go and then he's going to think that she just ran off mm-hmm. i don't see how he wouldn't think that mm-hmm. you know um and, and and she's been making such uh out of character choices quote unquote out of character i'm not saying out of characters that are not writing nina right out of character is in and not the normal decision making that nina reeves makes um, right which is understandable. She's in an intensely different situation. She did a great job of explaining it to Jax, I think. Well, this is what I got to say about Nina, though. Yeah. Because, you know, I don't like her lately. No. You know, I love her performance, Cynthia's performance. But Nina, I don't like. Right. So, you know what? Nina, 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 you ain't getting my Nina, 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 Nina. Nina, 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 you don't gotta. That's something that we used to say <laughs> in elementary school. Neener, 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 you ain't getting no. <laughs> Weena. That's uh, that's something we used to say in elementary school in the early 90s. Neener, 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 you ain't got no. <laughs> yep. Yeah. 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 I loved it. I loved it. Yeah. I would love to see them... Um, I want to see what Victor and Liesel's up to. We're going to find out. Um, I think we're going to be getting back into that next week because we can't spend all five days on just the wedding. Oh, yes, we can. If they decide to do four hours, three hours, two hours. No, no, no. I'm sure. I mean, they might. I'm, uh, yes. But in, in within that, other things happen within that 24-hour period of the day. Like when yeah, we, were, we we watched, we watched, you know, what, what might happen is we might get... Uh, so the four families, I guess, got together to talk about, we're going to get the warehouse. Mm-hmm. That's our chance. We're going to get the warehouse. What? Uh, while they're busy being married. While they're getting married, we're going to go ahead and blow up their big warehouse. Blah, 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 yada, yada. Maybe that's the case. Maybe the warehouse will blow up. But I also see Cyrus Renault convincing the Castanellis or whoever the heck they are, the Buscemis, the Buccinis, mm-hmm. whoever they mm-hmm. are, mm-hmm. to... Uh, unload a couple of clips in the congregation i just well i hope Gladys finds one so so if they do all this wedding they have all the families there and they don't break out into crazy violence and they just show cgi of a uh, warehouse blowing up that we already saw six months ago why that will be disappointing that would be incredibly disappointing what is the point of all of this build-up for this wedding that is not going to happen if there's not going to be any drama at this wedding, that isn't going to happen. So if it's just going to be Sonny walking Sonny in, Mike, it's got to be. It's got to be. You know, people so fighting. Sonny Mike, yeah. Is Sonny Mike going to walk in before the before the whole shootout or after? He's going to walk in during the shootout, mm. which stops the shootout. There's going to be behind Pew. Brando's going to have to like be protecting Sasha. You know. Ducking, mm-hmm. du- ducking under, um, ducking under pews behind pulpits, all that kind of stuff. Crazy chaos. Mm-hmm. Jason's gonna have on that car, like bam, 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 bam. You know, there's gonna be like, um, you know, Max and Milo's gonna be there, and Michael's gonna be there. Michael's gonna show up, and he's gonna have a shotgun. It's gonna be like, bam, well, bam, bam, right. And the Mil- Willow's gonna show up. She's gonna have a knife, right. Oh Willow's gonna gosh. start like slashing people, okay. <laughs> and then here comes, here comes, you know, oh like the woos, and the woos are gonna like do some like some sort of like cool like stuff with a rope dart and then Sonny's gonna walk in and everything's gonna stop you think so and they're not gonna look at him oh you know what when it comes to the five families the most ruthless one 
the most dangerous one is Mrs. Wu. She's a cold bitch, isn't she? <laughs> she doesn't care so much that she even mispronounces the last name. Yeah, she can't say th she can't say Corinthos. She, she sure can. She just chooses not to. She says Corinthos, yeah. doesn't she? Yeah, she yeah. could totally say Corinthos, but she doesn't because she doesn't care. Go. All right, all right. She's probably based off of this one Marvel villain that was just like this this high kingpin of the Yakuza type of racist baloney in the comic books from the fifties and stuff. It just it just feels similar. It was just the very powerful female crime boss from Asia who can't say things correctly. Um, <laughs> it's a trope. <laughs> it's a trope. But we'll see. You know, I mean, um, I I like the so I didn't care about the five families at first because I don't know anything about the five families. I know that they exist. I know that sometimes there are meetings. I know that it's a problem when they don't get along. But I don't know who they are. I don't know what they are. I don't know what they do. I don't know nothing about them. And now I know a little more. And now I'm a little mm -hmm. more curious. And now I want to know what's going to happen with some of these families. All right? And the fifth mm -hmm. family, I don't know who the fifth family is. Okay? <laughs> we got the Woos, the, the, the Corinthoses, the, the Buchemis, um, the Novaks, and the... Ones that aren't really playing a part in this story. Yeah. No. <laughs> Corinthos, Novak, Wu, Bushima. Bushima. I, I don't know. And it used to be the Alcazar family. Yeah. But now it's well, not you anymore. Know the we talked about that last, yeah. last week. The five families kind of yeah. interchange. I just, I just don't know who the fifth family is at the moment. That's all. That's all. That's all. Yeah. But I guess it doesn't matter. Um, I want to, you know, I want to see, I, I, I just, I want to see, I want to see some cool stuff. I want to see Cyrus out of jail again. I actually, I actually like your, your idea of Brad actually being a distant woo. Yeah. You know, I like that. Yeah, I think that would be fun. You know, that, uh -huh. that's what, that's what Brad's new thing is. He gets out of jail and starts to go, starts to work for the family. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Uh, gosh, I don't know. Like, and, 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 and there's other characters on the show that we haven't talked about at all, like Britta. Well, she's kind of just licking her wounds right now, isn't she? Yeah. She's not doing yeah. nothing. She yeah. wasn't on this week. She was in the elevator. She wanted a date with some rando. Oh. Some yeah. random person. Yeah, she did. Like, yeah. she, like, you know... Hit up a match.com or something. <laughs> so I found him on Tinder. I swiped right. <laughs> <laughs> um, or, you know, as they would say, you know, Tindo or um, I don't know. So they would come up with some sort of thing. Uh, matchstick. It's mm -hmm. probably what their dating app would be called. Matchstick. Actually, that's not that's that's not bad. That's not bad at all. Because Tinder it, is kindling for a fire. Yes, it is. And then a matchstick yeah. would also create a fire. So it's thematically appropriate. And it's also a match that would stick, creating a great relationship. Matchstick. Oh, my God. I've just invented the next $100,000 million app. There you go. All it's called is matchstick. Oh, my God. Okay. Um, hey, everybody listening to this podcast. If you are a computer programmer and know how to make applications for smartphones, reach out. <laughs> Matchstick. Anyway, maybe that's a oh, that's a podcast drama I can start writing that JLJ Media can produce for me. It's a matchstick. It's about dating. 
There hmm. you go. I don't know. I don't know. I'm always trying to be creative. If you got projects out there, let us know. Mom and I were actors. You're a creative. Person. You want you want you want some you want you need some voice actors? We got some voice actors right here. Me and me and Ma. We'll do it for you. <laughs> All right. We we need more content. We're only half an hour into this thing. What else are we gonna talk All about? All right. Huh? Let's let's talk about something else then. Let's talk about something right. else. Let's, we, let's, let's we, pick we something. Covered, we covered Carly and Jarly or Carson. Nixon Nixonvals. We covered that. Yep. So I guess the the tunnel the tunnel will close soon though, right? Soon though, right? Yeah. Well, it's 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 closed. Duh. Um, they, they've mentioned that Phyllis um, doesn't have the heart to open it without Lenny. So it's been closed since he died. They haven't had a customer in there since he died. Mm-hmm. Um, then for then they ordered all of that um, reconstruction stuff. And then Mike said that it was going to take two months at least for him to do all of this reconstruction. Yes. yes. Clearly, he's not going to have the opportunity to do that because Jax is going to take him to Port Charles for him to start his life again as Sonny. Mm-hmm. Mike, Sonny, leaving Phyllis. With a bar that she doesn't really want to open. That needs to be repaired. Or at least remodeled. Well, I think remodeling would, would be um, is a great idea. If they were going to continue to stay there. If the tunnel, you know, it just makes sense. A remodel would... It mm-hmm. would take a... Being in there, having a new facade to it would, would make a difference. Yes, I think. It would, but... It's far away from Port Charles and doesn't really make a whole lot of sense that all these PC characters right. are winding up in, in, in Lanford or Landview. <laughs> Lanford right. with the Connors. Lanford. Um. <laughs> but I would love to see um, Jasmine Guy, um, Phyllis, yeah. Yeah. remain. I think that she, I think that the, 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 the I, think, I think that she will. I hope so. She needs something to, so. like to anchor I her in. Last week, I think she would be a great um, addition as a Ruby kind of. She can make friends with Bobby very easily. Can you imagine yeah. Bobby and Phyllis? I think that their scenes would be really fun together. And she's, and I know you don't remember this character, but she's uh, has a Mary May quality to her too. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. That sounds racist, though. What makes? What's? I don't know. Racist? I'm just saying it. <laughs> um, anyway, she has that kind of she has that kind of an element to her too. And Mary May's been gone a long time. Yeah. Um, she yeah. just seems to want to give people good advice and be 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 good be good to each other. Exactly. Yeah. And that's the way Mary May was. Be yeah. excellent and that's the way Ruby was. to each other. Yes. And party on, dudes. And party on, dudes. Four mm-hmm. score and seven years ago. So <sighs> let's see what else. Abe they Lincoln. didn't really show Elizabeth this week. They really didn't show Finn this week. No, no, no. Um, this week was very much getting ready for the wedding. Getting ready for that wedding. Getting ready for that wedding. And of course, we did see um, a bit of Austin. We did see a bit of Austin. So there's Austin and Leo, Leo and Austin, Austin and Leo, Leo and Austin. So before I was theorizing that Leo might have ADHD based on his being drawn to this fidget spinner, not really listening to what's happening around him and constantly like being distracted. And then I thought the same thing a little bit earlier this week too, when he just disappeared, right? Ned was running to the hospital. Where's Leo? I can't find him. I can't find Leo. Help me find Leo. Blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. I thought he'd like, you know, he started chasing a butterfly or something, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but no, no, no. I think Austin has picked up on something that he is subtly trying to get Ned to realize. And then Ned also picked up on the subtle hints as well with uh, helping him 
better communicate with the people around right right Um, and it sounds to me like from the little bit that we did hear the dialogue between ned and austin is um olivia has um uh just decided to ignore what is noticed Mm -hmm. when it comes to her child perhaps being a little bit in denial of what he might need maybe Maybe, 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 maybe. So maybe that'll be some tension. What are you talking about? Our kid's perfectly fine. That would be Olivia. What's wrong with him? He's just he's a little not, he's, just, he's just he's just five. He doesn't listen. That's all. That's all. That's all it is. He's just a noodlehead. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's the kind of stuff she's gonna say. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah, the kind yeah, of yeah. stuff she's gonna say. You know, she's gonna. Uh, yeah. Oh, what's this, Ned? First, this man marches into the house and he's your greatest enemy. Now he's agreeing with you on something about a kid that's not even your own and he's your best friend. You're pushing me out again? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But no, Austin Austin recognizes it and Austin has has diagnosed it without even testing. Because Austin, too, needed to learn how to communicate with the rest of the world better as a young man. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, he feels, and Austin, and Austin showed us a little bit of that side of him this week. A little more, like you said earlier, um, out, outside of the podcast, that um, you saw that earlier, but I thought on Friday it was presented a lot more strongly. Um, so his very first appearance, when he, when Maxie was having the baby, and he rushes up to her, and he's like, what's going on? How can I help you? Do-do-do-do. It reminded me so much of Dr. Sean Murphy from The Good Doctor on ABC. Mm-hmm. You are having a baby right now. What you need to do is lay back at a 45 degree angle and breathe like this. <laughs> if you do that, I can deliver your baby safely. Mm-hmm. Like that's that's the feeling that mm-hmm. I got, you know? Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> um, well, that's a feeling I got on Friday more intensely. Yeah, so, um, but, but as Especially we know. when he was talking to Curtis, when he was talking to Curtis. I'll have to go back and pay a little more attention because uh, sometimes my attention uh, ebbs and flows when it comes to watching a show five days a week. Um, I'll have to go back and, and rewatch that, see if I can see some of those details like you did. Um, but uh, um, uh, but, 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 but um, as we know um, from interviews and just experience when it comes to soap operas themselves, when an actor takes on a role, they don't exactly know everything about this person beforehand. Because mm-hmm. the writers might not necessarily know everything about this person beforehand. Mm-hmm. So he might have gotten a, we think that maybe this guy is going to be this way first. Mm-hmm. And played it that way first. And the pages right. that he got since and the stories that he was involved since didn't really support that. Mm-hmm. So he kind of backed off of that element of the performance. Mm-hmm. Until they decided, yes, indeed. <clears throat> You might be a little autistic. And so they yes. worked it back into the performance. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I agree with you. It's like, it's, it's like, it's like, it's like you need to keep in mind, folks, that soap operas are as close to live theater on TV that you're going to get. Mm-hmm. Because they really have the one take that gets on film and then they broadcast it. Mm-hmm. You know, I was yeah. I was talking about one take. So I was listening to Johnny Wachter this week Who? on another podcast. Johnny Wachter, oh, also yes. known as Brenda. Brenda, yeah. And how many takes do you think he got for the dance? One. Two? Two. 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 He got to do got the two. dance twice. He got to do it twice. They told him two weeks beforehand that he would be doing this dance. Mm-hmm. 
and uh, then they said we're going to get someone to come help you um, prepare for this. Uh-huh. We're going to hire someone to help you, and they hired somebody that's quite um, famous, actually. They hired him, Chris Judd. I don't know Chris who that Judd is. was once. Chris Judd was married to J Lo for a moment and was one of her, her backup dancers. Oh. Anyway, but how much time did good old ABC Disney give? Johnny with that person. I don't know. A whole hour and a half. <laughs> That's it? To, to learn the choreography? To learn that two-minute choreography. It's two minutes of that. Hello, ladies. <laughs> Woo-hoo! Oh, yeah. <laughs> Ooh. Hello, ladies, it's me. It's me, Brando. Doing a gyrate and a jiv jive for ya. Mom, go sit down. (laughs) (laughs) I am sort of related to these ladies. This is a little (laughs) awkward. But Sasha likes it and she's here. But that pregnant one's really eyeing me. (laughs) (laughs) She's really into it. (laughs) I mean, is this, um... Is this where uh, is this where Gladys's raising of Brando starts to come into play? Is he going to start like giving people side eye and going, hur, hur. <laughs> "Yeah, I'm a stripper now." <laughs> <laughs> oh, Gladys! Oh, we went on off on a side tangent. Always, didn't we? always, always. <laughs> See, okay, so I, I love the fact that Gladys. Um, uh, so they they really are getting some great stuff out of Gladys, and they don't even have to try all that hard to get great stuff out of Gladys. Okay, yeah, all they have to do they is don't. just sit her at a table with Sasha and Brando, and we just get entertaining television every single time. I get that it's the same thing, and they're rehashing the same conversation fifty times, but I can't get <laughs> enough of this same conversation. Because every time it's deeper and more advanced, like we don't have to watch what's happening between them all at home based off of the evolution of their conversation that they have at the Metro Court. <laughs> what do you mean I'm going to have to go find my own place to live? Why can't the baby just move in with you? Mom, I'm not going to do that. Two weeks later, I really think you need to get the bassinet out of my room. Ma, I told <laughs> yeah. you you need to move out. You know, I just, <laughs> I think that is brilliant. It's brilliant. It's awesome. I'm trying to set up a nursery. You need to find a new place to leave. Like I said, I just think that the baby should just stay with you. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, man. No, Ma. No. I don't know who is writing those conversations, but they really figured out how to do that story development over lunch thing. Mm -hmm. They they have figured out the, 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 the way to do it. It's, it's hilarious. <laughs> I just, and the other day, it. the other day, he rolled his eyes like he was like around 14, you know? <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Um, I just, it's, I don't know if they screen tested Bonnie Burroughs and, and Johnny Wachter together. Because Bonnie Burroughs came first. Gladys came first. She was That's that, true. She was because that, that, she claimed he was dead. Yeah, she was that homely one from the suburb of mm-hmm. New Jersey, loosely associated with the Corbin side of the family. But had some, like, um, they depicted it like when her and Mike were younger, they like, had a... Right. And then Mike, you know, I guess, would send her money every once in a while just out of mm-hmm. loyalty from their youth and yada, yada, yada. Yes. Um, yes. So Mike, not, not Sonny Mike, but Sonny's dad, Mike. Mike Corbin. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, uh, 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 
so that was her introduction, and, and, and they just used her as, you, your son is dead. Let's say he had a kid mm-hmm. named Dev. Yeah. You know? <clears throat> okay, great. All right, it's just, uh, you know, what you're going to give me for it? And they, you know, gave her $20,000 or something like that. Mm-hmm. And she came back and asked for more. And then mm-hmm. Brando was alive. <laughs> yep. And the rest is history. Uh, but, yep. but, 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 but Gladys came first. Brando came second. But I love them together. I love their chemistry. I love their interactions. Um, I don't see why any one of them has to die. Though it does seem like Brando might be kicking the bucket next Friday. Well, that's what you said last week. Well, I mean, the only reason I'm really sticking to that is because it would be the most tragic of the group. Well, how about if he gets shot and then nearly dies? How about that? We do that so often, though. Yeah. You know... No, I get well, that. Well, something's gonna. I know that something's gonna send Miss Sasha into into labor real soon because oh, yes. that girl oh. in real life, of course, Sonia's had her baby. Yes, but man, that Sophia. baby is low, Sophia. ready to. That's about. To, I'm about to see a foot if they don't have her have the baby soon. <laughs> <laughs> well, I hope it doesn't come out feet first. My goodness. <laughs> Um. <laughs> you better get to the you better get to the you better get to the hospital you're crowning don't you know <laughs> uh, so yeah Sophia Matson has already had the baby so she'll, so the character Sasha will be having the baby I'm sure her labor is going to be inspired by whatever happens at the wedding I just I'm convinced that that's what's going to happen um because yeah. uh, it's just it's gonna be like when they blew up the Metro court you know like so much is gonna stem off of this non-wedding yes you know so much is gonna oh. come out of it um, it's going to be so fun to watch. So there's that. Um, and then uh, I guess we're figuring out what they're going to be doing with Jordan during her pregnancy. And they're yeah, just going to stick think... her in a hospital bed covering her belly with a blanket for the next two months. I wouldn't be surprised if I, that is indeed what happens. I think that that's, I think that her, her gas inhalation and the one kidney and she's on dialysis now and da-da-da-da-da, we're going to get a lot of sitting Jordan. And you know what? And, and speaking of that whole that whole situation yeah. speaking of that whole situation Portia came to the conclusion that she needs to be tell the honest truth yes. about and guess Trina. what's going to be another nail in the coffin of that relationship exactly exactly Not- and she might keep her mouth shut because when she came up up to up to Jordan's bedside yeah and basically Curtis is crying and you know what, Donnell? That was pretty dang good, dude. Pretty dang good. Mm-hmm. Uh, that that um, sadness and just all, all the emotion that you had there, it was spot on, buddy. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. It was good. Um, Portia has, you know, he doesn't know she's watching at the doorway mm-hmm. of the hospital room as he's basically begging Jordan to wake up and be okay. Yeah. And she moved her finger. She is going to wake of up. Of course. But Portia, I think, recognized that um, this is the woman he really, this is who he really loves. This relationship is not over. No, no. Um, I think, so it's, I think it's, he's, yeah, I think she saw that. Yes. Um, the, it's, gosh, how do I put this tangibly into words? These amorphous gaseous thoughts that have existed in my head for the last couple of months regarding this story um (laughs) um, so yes no uh 
I think that they've been pretty clear uh, between Curtis and Jordan that their relationship has not come to an end because of a lack of love between the two of them, but a lack of trust that Curtis has in Jordan's word. Mm -hmm. Um, then there's also the fact that this, this, this divorce paperwork has just vanished without a trace. Who knows what could have happened to it? Um, and it's not official Mm -hmm. and all of that. And Curtis had to use that to his advantage with Austin and Austin being the man that he is, who isn't antagonistic or isn't out to do anybody harm yet was like, that's a good enough Mm -hmm. excuse for me. Your paperwork isn't followed through. Go on through person you know um Mm -hmm. and then there's the whole confrontation of jordan might dying might be dying right so i had these moments and these thoughts of are they gonna get back together after this exactly is this going to make curtis go no 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 jordan's who i want to be with i don't know what i'm doing what does that mean for anybody else? What does that mean for, for Portia? Nothing. Unless she tells the truth. I don't know, man. I don't know what's going to happen well, with that. Yeah. She she might, uh, even though she was saying that she needs to be honest, maybe, maybe what she saw at that hospital room will make her climb up and shut up again. No, I think that she's going to ultimately be honest. She saw what, what, what not being honest about the affair itself did. And then there's... Yeah. See, the tough part is when you tell the truth, that does that does, that does does alienate Trina from you in a severe way. Because not only did you lie all these years about being faithful, but you also lied about who my daddy really is. Your tryst yeah. and you- made me, and then you lied to me for 19 years? You lied yeah. to my dad and for 19 years? anything... Is there anything that you say that's the truth, Mother? Yes. The, 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 and Trina and um, Taggart's relationship is good. It's tight. Yeah. He, see, he, 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 yep. he doesn't know. He doesn't know that that's not his daughter. No, I don't think he does. He doesn't. He doesn't. I don't know. What's going on? What's going on with Rael? He's Is he never going to be back on? I think that they tried to do, uh, they tried to bring back Taggart. But Rael's health was not where it needed to be. And so they just backed off mm-hmm. of it. Yeah. I, I'm, that, that's my guess. I don't know. I don't know him. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't really follow him too closely in social media. We've never had a great conversation. I could probably find out. I know people that know him. Now. Yeah. Yeah. You know, if you're super curious, maybe I can find out. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. He likes General Hospital. and Maybe we can get him on the show. We can talk to him. I would love that. Yeah, he likes GH, and you could talk to him about all I those wonder. You could talk to him all about those wonder years from from yesteryear that I that I missed. You know, yeah. quarter brains and going up against Sunny. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see what happens. We'll nice see what stuff. happens. We'll see what happens. But um, but he and he and Trina are very tight. Taggart and Trina are very tight. They have a great father daughter relationship. Clearly, there's a lot of love that exists they between do. the two of them. Trina would not mm-hmm. stop seeing him as his father, but it definitely would be crazy, strainful, stressful. Yeah. You know, yeah. maybe maybe that's where she runs. Maybe maybe she can't talk to Curtis and Portia anymore and runs off and goes and, and, and Taggart becomes her primary um, adult parental influence. Mm-hmm. Maybe that sends her to Spencer and Esme. 
And Esme mm. can use that as uh, emotional manipulation that she loves to use against people. She sure does. You know? Like God. Just, and then, and then Nick, I don't, and Spencer defending her, even though Trina's correct. Yeah. It just goes to show the power of Esme. Mm-hmm. And then purposefully waiting to confront the two of them about their growing attraction until it was most opportune for her to get the heat off of her back just goes to show yet again that Esme is no good. So she bad no that good. Ryan's afraid of her. I need yeah, more of that story. A- I know. The fact that Ryan was afraid of her. Ryan was like, ooh, get that girl out of here. Yes. Even though we can't say nothing. Right. <clears throat> you could read his face, though. Was he's afraid I of her. I've like, never seen no story. fear on Ryan's face before, ever. Give me more of the story. Give it to me. Hand it through the internet right now and put it in my hands. Now, I heard this theory. Yeah. And this is a good theory, actually. Yeah. Ryan's your dad. Okay. And... Olivia Jerome's her mother. Why is that a good one? Because it makes her dastardly on both sides, and <laughs> Ava's her aunt. Well, I do think that she has... Well, I don't know. The, the, the issue with that, biggest issue with that, biggest issue with that, is that she didn't know anything about Kiki. That's true, and she would have. She would have known that Lauren, the Kiki Kiki's Lauren. But she didn't, because she grabbed the hospital badge that she knew was Ava's daughter, but did not know the details of who she was. Right, you're right. And if she were indeed in a Jerome, she would have known. She wouldn't know. She wouldn't know. I don't think that it's a Jerome, but she could be Franco's half-sister. As Ryan Chamberlain has a tryst with Heather Weber. Crazy Heather, because they've been in and out of the same institutions all this time. (laughs) Heather Weber. (laughs) Hmm. Why not? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I mean, they're Why kind of not? old. Um, they, they, they're, they, I think that they're a little old to have to be the parents of an eighteen-year-old child. Ryan, maybe not, but Heather Weber, yeah. <laughs> so, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, We're gonna see. I, 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 I don't want. I want. I guess a kid is is the way that it best makes sense. Mm-hmm. Some some child with some nurse, some crazy nurse like Harley Quinn from Batman, who's just nuts and loves the Joker, <laughs> you know, um, something like that. I don't, I don't know. I don't like that. Oh no. Theory. We just need more well, details. I sure, I sure enjoyed General Hospital this week. Friday had me on the edge of my seat. Ultimately, I feel like we didn't have a whole lot to break apart and talk about, but a lot also happened. Like I don't. It's so weird. You know, mm-hmm. um, but we, we, we're gearing up for this wedding. We're gearing up for the end of Nixon Falls. Um, I, I don't know why um, the actor who played Julian Jerome is being so petty online. That makes no sense to me. But whatever. That has nothing to do with the show itself. That's just to burnt actor who got fired, I guess. <laughs> yeah, he mad. Yeah, he's, he's being super petty on Twitter. I don't I don't quite understand no, I, why. I, I... I didn't. I didn't see that. I did. I saw him on. I don't. I don't think I just. He says things like. He says things like. Pay attention to his content. I guess. He says things like. uh, Oh, so is 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 that one guy Maurice is playing now? He's still in Nixon Falls, huh? Question mark. It's been like eight months. Like he's just being like. I don't know if he's being petty to the show or if he's being crappy to the complainers. I can't decide what it is. Well, that was that was the beginning of his. That was his demise on the show, right? 
Sonny Becomes Mike? Yeah, yeah. He was Sonny Becomes Mike was the, well, yeah. And so I, I don't know if he was being, uh, yeah, I don't know if he was being crappy to the show saying, why is Sonny still there? Or if mm-hmm. he's being crappy to the um, the people who are complaining and are, is mocking what they say. Yeah. You know, I just I don't I know don't what direction know. it is. I don't know. I don't know. So I don't know if this is true either, but I heard that Ingo um, isn't going to be there much longer. I don't know if it's true, but I wouldn't be surprised. He's not good public relations for General Hospital at the moment. No, and didn't ABC, um, Disney, just say that? As far as I understand, as far as I understand, as far as I understand, the set of General Hospital is going to be a vaccine-required place. Yeah. And I know that Inga Rademacher went online and said, "My body, my choice." Yes. So I don't know. It's super unfortunate. That all of this is a thing. It it's is. super unfortunate that we're even dedicating time on our podcast to it. Yeah. <laughs> but, but it is relevant. It is relevant because it does play into the plot, into the show itself. Um, Jax is getting mm-hmm. a lot right now, but Jax is also making a crap ton of noise. He's getting in everybody's face. He's getting in everybody's way. Mm-hmm. He's inserting himself into this thing with the five families that he needs to not be inserting himself into. He's about to re- represent Sonny Corinthos into a life that he doesn't want to be in, break up a relationship that Carly is super excited about, is going to send S- S- Jason spiraling, not knowing what he what to do because he blew up his life in order to take over for Sonny, something he doesn't have to do anymore. Right. It's not a good spot right now for Jasper Jacks. It sure is. He might disappear. He will probably die. You think so? If they're done with Ingo Rademacher, maybe. I don't know if they're ready for Ingo to never be on GH again. I mean, Ingo, you know, Jax has been in and out. Australia back home. Australia back home. Lots of times. But he, but he was popular then. People liked him. People were excited for it. Now, yeah. when you have Jax and Alexis on screen together, their real-life personalities bleed through the screen too much for you to be dis- uh, for you to be distanced from it. Unless you're it's totally true. unplugged it, from the internet and yes. you're 99 years old, yes. you know? Yeah, if you're totally unplugged, you wouldn't. It, it would have no impact on you. But the majority, I think, the majority of us viewers of GH are not unplugged currently. And you're right, General Hospital. When you're watching that 37 minutes a day. It is supposed to take you completely away from this world. That is why they did not incorporate mm-hmm. COVID into story. So when you when they you... wanted to give you a holiday from the real world, and you're right. When Ingo was on the screen, even though I thought his dialogue with Nina on Friday was excellent, of course, um, um, it does not give you that escape because mm-hmm. you do think of the current events that he is. Right, right. Back in the middle and the big and the biggest, biggest, biggest problem is is this most recent round of of anti-vaxing talk was picked up by major media outlets. Before it just hit the soap opera dirt sheets and dope, soap opera digest right. and soap Twitter and just you know the little middle ground of the internet. But his most recent stuff was picked up and run by Entertainment Weekly and and and, and yes, Daytime Confidential and just all it kinds was. of different major media outlets, bringing a lot of attention to this anti-vaxer that is on our show. Yeah, even you know, even the app that I have on my phone for um, for news, Smart News, mm-hmm. and uh, when something comes up, it 
you've got news. Yeah. It was even on that. Yeah. So it just it's not a good look for General Hospital. And since Disney went ahead and, and made uh, requirements made, he either needs to put up or shut up, I guess, is what it's coming down to. And yeah, he's going to have to decide which one he wants to do. Mm-hmm. Do I want to stay Maybe on the he show? Already has. Maybe he already has. Maybe he already has. I don't know what's going to happen. I am not in that writer's room. I would love to sit uh, in that studio every single day and just listen. That would be wonderful. Unfortunately, that's not going to pay the bills. It sure isn't. Nor do I if think I'm going to be being a soap operas, If being a fan of soap operas is going to pay your bills, boy, I'd have tons of money. Well, I mean, all we need is, is, <laughs> all we need is 500,000 of our friends to listen to this podcast, and then we don't have to work. All we have to do is just watch GH and talk about it. So Wouldn't if you're listening tough? to our voices right now and you're having a great time, go ahead and tell 500,000 people about us. <laughs> if you want to go ahead and get yourself a t-shirt that says, listen to the 10th floor, ask me how, go ahead and get that t-shirt. Wear it proudly every single day and let everybody know about the 10th floor. Every day. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Every day. Every day. Every day. Every day. Every day uh, is so wash it every wonderful. <laughs> and finally, it's hard to breathe. What else, Matt? Oh, I don't know, man. Stuff. There's stuff. Well, I certainly am looking forward to all of it. Yeah. I. You know, poor Trina, she got to find out that, yet again, oh, she's been lied to and everything. What the heck was that? It's the new song that's going to be playing at the wedding. I don't know, there's there's dialogue, because I don't think that this song just exists. That's, that's, the, that's the Jason Sam song! Yeah! You cannot play that. No, it's going to be it's going to be reappropriated by Jason and Carly at the wedding. Hey, they went to the bridge. All right, and that was Robin's. Okay, they went to Jake's, which was Brenda's. Okay, now she's going to take his song that he had with Sam. Oh, the fans would have a heart attack if they did that. Baby, baby. The song is so lame, ma. Huh? Oh goodness! It's, I just have to stop it. It's so bad. It's so bad. Oh my god, it's bad. I have but, to end um, the podcast man, with something more exciting. But back then, though, Matt, when you know, you as soon as you heard that first chord, it was like that was the Jason and Sam makeout song. Oh yes, oh yes, oh yes. Um, they they loved playing that song when Jason and Sam oh, were together. Even when Drew was did. Jason, they played the crap out of that song. Yep. Yep. Yep, 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 yep. Hello, Californians. Ooh. I'm looking forward to it all. I'm looking forward to uh, to, uh, to um, Drew and uh, poor old little Chloe Jennings get the heck out of there. Uh, yeah, you know, it's going to require um, uh, something. I don't know what. What's it going to require? Who's going to get them He's out of there? I guess Nina. He needs to come save the day. I, I, guess, I guess Nina? Nina, Nina, Nina. Nina. But, uh, but now is Obrecht saved, uh, stored in the same spot? Is 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 because there seems to be this growing connection with the Creighton Clark thing. There is, but no, as as we saw from the decor from. Well, the yes, Friday I know, I, I get that, but on, the prison on, could be on Cassadine Island, though. She You're could right. be in the main house. They could be in some dank area. 
they could be in like in the tunnels of the island because right. you know if Spoon Island's got Spoon Island got some tunnels, Cassadon Island and Greece got to have some tunnels too. Yeah, so 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 they might all be in the same location, just in separate buildings. That'd be kind of cool. That would be really cool. Um, and you know, yeah, you're right. The Green Clark gotten a lot of play this week. Right, mentioned it, it, mentioned it, mentioned it. But it's playing on two sides of a story, though. It's playing. It played into Jason and Carly a little bit. Mm-hmm. And it's playing into this investigation into Hayden. Yep. So I think Cyrus is involved with the Cassadines. Cyrus got his ponytail in everybody's pot, doesn't he? Yeah. So I think hmm. Cyrus has Cyrus and Victor Cassadine are working together in some capacity. That's what I think. Oh. And it might be to like Cyrus is not stupid. Neither is Victor. Victor has a lot of experience with the cr- criminal organization of Port Charles, being a member of it and also the leader of the WSB for a little while. He's yep. very in tune with the mob life that exists in Port Charles. Cyrus mm-hmm. tried to become a member of the Five Families and failed epically. Oh, and he was so mad about that, wasn't he? Was he was so mad about that that he might be trying to take out everybody in one fell swoop. And that he could might. be his secret plan and the whole time. trying to just get them to kill each other. Trying to, get the, trying to get them to kill each other, trying to distract the other families so the Bochemas can take out this, that, and the other thing. So Cyrus can take out the Bochemas, you know, whatever it is. Maybe, yeah. maybe he and Victor are working together to come in and take over Port Charles and get rid of everybody. All of the rifles and competitions. The vacuum is so great that it's only us. I mean, it could be any number of things. And I'm looking forward be. to see what's going to happen. Me too. And I don't know how Peter's involved. I don't know. There's just so much that's, that, that's coming down. There's, There's just a so lot. Much. So There's much. a lot. So much. But only time will tell. Only the weeks going on is going to let us know what's going to happen. Yeah. 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 And Hayden's going to walk her old skinny butt back in there somehow, too. Do you so think much. it's going to be Rebecca booting, or do you think are they going to recast her? I think they're going to recast her. If they want longevity out of that character, they're going to have to. She yeah. just don't stick around. I know I say it every time we say the name Rebecca Booting, but she just doesn't stick around. She just doesn't. And she just doesn't. She hasn't stuck around since she was Greenlee. And, and yeah, and like she had a long stint as Greenlee on All My Children in like 2002. And then ever since then, she's only ever been back for a year anywhere. Yes. She pops in and pops out, pops yes. in and pops out. Yes. I don't know. Maybe in, maybe even Emma Sams might show back up somehow. Emma Sams? Maybe. Maybe Harley. Maybe. Hmm. Hmm. Well, I mean, I think she's feeling better. Well, she had long COVID, but I mean, maybe she's okay now. Yeah. Yeah, maybe she is. I don't know. I think we follow her on Twitter. Probably. You hear that? Oh. He must be getting close. It's making me scared. There's just a chill in the air now. The door's opened. Hello, Matt and Cat. You sent me to St. Lucia. There was no (laughs) one there. Now you're going to have to pay. Because I'm Peter August. 
Heinrich Faison. The epitome of evil. You will feel the wrath of Heinrich. I don't know, he's kind of like Dracula, isn't he? Yeah. The way that he portrays, the way that he just comes in, the way that he just shows up with the lightning striking behind him. Ooh, chilling. Spooky. <laughs> Scary. Ooh. Mary Pat's head is floating in the bucket. Ooh. It is almost October, Yeah, isn't we're it? getting there, we're getting there, we're getting there. Uh, but we, what's happening right now, though, is, is, is Peter August just scared us off, so we're getting into the elevator right now. And we're smashing our fingers against the button, okay? We're freaking out as the lights are flickering on the outside as this supernatural entity of just pure evil is after us. I mean, that's what he is now, right? He just he just shows up, causes chaos, just is the epitome of pure evil. He just like, him and Ryan should get together and somehow have a baby. <laughs> just... Yeah, we don't have to get into the technical details of that. Um, we're on the elevator. We're going back down to the first floor, getting into the uh, uh, out, uh, going to the parking garage, hopping into our carts, and speeding the heck out of here as Peter August is just chasing us down like the Terminator. I've been Matt. And I've been Kat. And we'll catch you next time right here on the 10th floor. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. We're weird. Sometimes. <laughs> <laughs>